Welcome to episode 10 of the Music Magic Podcast with Chick Corea. Today's guest is Chick's old friend, the legendary Herbie Hancock. These guys are a couple of musical chameleons, and you're going to get to hear them dissect the synthesizer, creativity, their historic duet tours, and a whole bunch more. And if you're checking out the podcast for the first time, welcome, and head to chickkoreamusicworkshops.com, where Chick offers his own video masterclasses. You can also hear previous episodes of Music Magic as Chick talks to John Mayer, Bela Fleck, Stanley Clark, and a whole lot more. Now, over to Chick and Herbie. I like this because the tape recorder's on now. And there's, this is like we do our show. There's no plan right. of this. But, but I, you know, aside from other ways that we may want to air this chat, whatever we're going to be talking about, one of the ways will be for the workshop guide, the Chick Corea Music Workshop. Oh. Like as a podcast to, you know, because we've been doing videos online. Uh-huh. And I've been, I've been making myself available to musicians everywhere that we can contact around oh, the world. Right, right, yeah. You know, I call it a workshop, but uh, I, I, I kind of stay away from the idea of education because it's, not, it's, it's nothing formal. Right, I understand. But, you know, we do answer questions and so forth. But well, in, Workshop is a good word yeah. because it's, uh, it is informal. Yeah. And it, and it's, it's a, uh, it implies a work in progress, you know, and... and that there is stuff going on. Yeah, you know? and that's what we do. That's how we make music. Like, we just came from, from Herbie's uh, amazing studio here, and, and I was getting inspired by seeing what kind of stuff Herbie's got set up, and this is kind of like a workshop. I asked a bunch of questions. You were showing me some of your stuff. I met your, uh, your tech guy, Brian. Yeah, Brian, at, Brian McCullough, yeah. Yeah, it's a workshop. Exactly. It's a continual workshop. It never stops. Yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, from, uh, well, this is not exactly what you were talking about, but from the studio standpoint, everything kind of grows exponentially. I remember, you know, in the early days when they were just synthesizers before MIDI, uh, there was a limited number of, you know, keyboards you could get, and then there were more keyboards, more yeah. manufacturers, yeah. and then so, then MIDI came in, and it gave you more capabilities of hooking things up. Yeah, and because we only got two hands, right? You know, right, right. But that made it possible for us to just have uh, control one key, one keyboard. And it could control a bunch of other ones without running around the studio to play. Yeah. You know, then... And then soft synths came. Then soft synths came. And that was like opening the floodgates. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. New companies that were not keyboard manufacturers, they were software people. Right, yeah. And incorporating all of that technology into into music in new new ways um, uh, just ex- extended the capabilities beyond anything that any of us could have imagined yeah right right and then then there was another development too the soft sense came in but one of the problems I had with soft sense 
was memory storage. Like, like where do you keep this stuff? Because I'd, I'd take my laptop on the road to do work while I'm on the road, but you can only carry around a certain amount. But then what began developing now is smaller and smaller uh, storage drives yeah. with larger and larger capabilities. You, you just showed me a, a, a small little rectangular thing that has, I don't know how many gigabytes of yeah. uh, mega... Uh, that one is either that one is either like 256 or 500 gigabytes yeah which is small <laughs> these days so uh, I mean that's like a half a terabyte which is that's you know and I think the, the newer version of, of the we were talking about um, uh, native instruments right uh, complete the one I showed you was complete eight. Now it is complete ten. You know, of course they had complete nine. You know. Yeah. And and I think it's stored on a terabyte drive now. Right. But I, I don't remember for sure. Yeah. But anyway. But now it's possible. But this, yeah. Yeah. I remember when terabyte drive was a big drive. Mm hmm. <laughs> no, I mean that thing is is only a few inches high. No, not even an inch no, high. Yeah. Right. Mm hmm. Like a half an inch high, and and looks like a cigarette case. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> it's like like a cigarette, but thinner. Yeah, you know? that's right. So it's yeah. The possibilities are, are endless now. Anyway, I'm I'm inspired to go ahead and uh, I kind of I kind of stopped uh, investigating uh, since for some years, but since we've been doing the duet. Uh, I played about oh, we played about seven shows so far mm. but I remember when, when you first said well uh, yeah I'm going to bring a keyboard I, my, my head went because <laughs> I thought well, what am I going to do about that then we talked and you said well you know wh whatever you, you want to do we, we keep yeah. it nice and, nice and free like if like I didn't need to bring a keyboard on our duet tour if if I, if I you know if you didn't want to no right. but then I thought about it and I thought about that night I heard you and Wayne play in Marciac and the beautiful sounds you were getting and how you integrated it with the piano and which is stuff that I I just kind of tried a little bit and I thought well let me let me go there and I started to spend a little bit of time to put together sounds on my motif and now we've got two keyboards going but now I'm inspired to get into more <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah you find it it can, it can work yeah. yeah yeah it can work even 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 with this uh, very loose in the moment the direction that we're, we're going in right you know, without having to pre-plan a whole bunch of stuff. Right, right. You know, half the time we don't know exactly what sound's going to come out. Mm -hmm. You know, but but we're open enough and courageous enough <laughs> to whatever whatever happens, f figure out a way to make to make it work. Yeah, one of the things I thought of was you know how. Um Picasso and and many other artists, but I don't know if he was the first one to do this. Would take found objects mm. uh, in a junkyard or something. He'd take a he take a some handle some bicycle handlebars that were thrown away and turn them into oh, yeah. antlers <laughs> yeah. or, or whatever. But that's you know the the time that the time that you came up and sat in with me on my solo show in in uh, Germany. 
I'll never mm. forget because because you came up and we did an encore and it was fabulous. It was great, but then the audience wouldn't let us go. So <laughs> we went out and looked at each other, sat at the four hands at one piano and said, well, what, sh what should we do now? Uh, and then you said, well, well, let's just start here. And you threw your hands down <laughs> at the piano and made a mash. Yeah, right. <laughs> and it was, we, we started there, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of a little bit like what we do uh, on, uh, on our shows. On the shows, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And um, I was just thinking about the, the, the use of the synthesizers on our shows. I mean, we determined that, oh, you know what? While, while I'm at it, I'm going to take... Because I think that might be my... Was that yours? <laughs> is, that, is that mine? Or, ding, no, that's yours. Ding dong. No, this is mine. Yeah, I'm going to turn off my uh, iPad mini. I think that's what's making All right. noise. That's cool. It was kind of like a background. I was, I was, yeah, maybe I was, it was telling me I was... I was talking too too much. <laughs> it was not telling me, okay, <laughs> shut up, change the subject. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but um, um, you know the 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 use of of um, the the synths in in this context. We talked about not having them override the pianos, mm. so that the pianos. Are still the primary focus, right? But um, we can refer to the synths for cover, cover, color. I mean, color, yeah, or kind of different kinds of environments, yeah, yeah, that we can set up yeah. with them as a, as a kind of a precursor. To bring in the pianos in, in, yeah. in a lot of cases. Yeah, because no matter. Now I found in the '70s when I was using, uh, uh, I, I actually wasn't even didn't even have a piano on the stage for many years. I had the the Rhodes and a clavinet and some other stuff, Mini Moog and so forth. But still, I found that because of my own orientation or or choices as a musician, that the melodic or singing voice like really basic creative voice always tended to come back to be the piano mm. for me. So that's, that, that. I think it looks like the same way for you too. But yeah. then the synths can, and, and the electric keyboards can start to, I mean, the, the Rhodes can be a, a quite a melodic instrument, yes. for instance. Mm -hmm. uh, so can the Minimoog, but it's it's different. You can't do... You can't nearly create the nuance on a right. on a Rhodes that you can uh, on a on a piano. So then the Rhodes was kind of, for me was kind of an inroad into electronic sounds, and then um, once we get to sustained sounds like what you were talking about, uh, uh, which are which are in the synth world are called pads or right. or, uh, or string sounds or. Then it really it really opens the palette up, but the piano still yeah. is a basic melodic instrument. I, I think for me, you know, there's another yeah, for me too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's another cool thing that if we get the instrument, we could try it. If we get a piano, like Yamaha makes makes a, a disclavier, and disclavier has a MIDI out of, mm -hmm. a, of an acoustic piano. Yeah. You take the MIDI out of a piano and put it into the synths. Yeah. And then put a put a volume pedal on, on to bring it in and out. That's another way to introduce the synth. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's a great thing about the synth clavier. Yeah, I mean about the yeah 
this clavier. Yeah. yeah. You know, to be able to, to do that. It's a great quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I had a, one, one thought I came to on my visit to you today to see, yeah. to discuss. I thought it would be nice. I, I'd like to, something I'd like to know about too, about how, how your imagination works in this way. But, you know, we're, <laughs> I don't know how to say this and keep it from sounding silly, but we're, we're you know, we're, we, we become kind of elders now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, yeah, 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 right. And it, <clears throat> yeah. And it makes me think of... We don't have to hide from that. That's <laughs> that. It makes me think of the... Of the um, the the future the way the way the music is going you know we've been in and out of, of so much of the music uh, making in these in these uh, in this lifetime right and uh, so much a part of it and so put so much love into it and so much creation into it and and of course our uh, closest uh, associations are with musicians and uh, and uh, the the creative force the 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 creative team. So my thought was, well, uh, occasionally people will ask, uh, well, what's the future of jazz or what's the future of music and what's the future, what's the future, what's the future? The the simple way of looking at the future is that it's 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 in everyone's mind the future. What's what what it's what everyone decides to do will be what the future is. There's no magical future. It's like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah, you have to create it. You have to create it. So I, I wanted to know what, aside from asking you some question like, well, what's the future of jazz? Like, it's too general. I would like to, personally would like to know, I think people would be interested in, in what is your offering like what's your vision what what's your ideal scene like what would you like what would you like to see it be instead of looking at all the barriers and things that we'd like to overcome what are we going for like what would be an ideal environment what would what should music and the musical environment look like well let let me um uh not address that question head on because it's uh, otherwise there may be a certain assumptions built into the meaning of that question, and I, I want to back up a little bit in this part of the conversation, in that um, I want to dispel the idea that creative people are only musicians, artists. Mm. people of culture. Creativity belongs to human beings. Absolutely. So everybody is creative. Mm-hmm. And so, so, so rather than look at the artists as the creative people, I want to look at, I try to look at everybody as being creative. And I know you would, would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and and um, so, my focus is not so much on, on me personally, it's not on music. You know, yes, I know, because that's how I've been able to relate primarily to the world is, is through music. And, and 
that door has been open for a long time, right? But I'm not opposed to, to opening other, <laughs> other doors, for one thing. Uh, but, but that would get off on a, a whole other track. Um, but what I'm interested in doing is not being the, the one who necessarily directs the future. I can, um, the ideal circumstances are whatever the circumstances are, as far as I'm concerned. So it's what you do with whatever the circumstances are that would be um, the impetus for creation. If, if nothing's going on, who's going to bother to create? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if there isn't, you know, um, uh, some uh, turmoil or some... Uh, uh, imbalances or some um, disturbances, let's say, mm-hmm. uh, problems, uh, situations to deal with. It's it would be difficult to do anything, but something that's really boring and yeah. lifeless. Well, yeah, life 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 is full of challenges and problems, and that's exactly. what life is all about. No, I I fully agree and understand, and that is the broader. That is the wide, broader look, and I—it's uh, my—it's it, my look too. That mm-hmm. creativity is is uh, native to every individual, right, right. and that's what we want to inspire. I w- I, w- I was personally in because of music, and because of being a musician, and because of being uh, uh, such a uh, a long time friend. And admirer, and in a sense, not not even a sense, but truly a student of you and oh, and, and your okay. and your music. I, I was interested to know what how, how you'd like to see it. Like what what should the communities be? What what should uh, what might it look like? Okay. What 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 could what okay. could it, what could it be? We know what it is. Yeah. I don't know how specific you want that to be. First, okay, the first thing that, that popped into my head is, first of all, the, the characteristics of, of, of the jazz environment are v- very humanistic anyway, and very much involved with sharing, um, being non-judgmental, non-competitive, Encouraging mm-hmm. in many ways, uh, emphasis on on listening, mm-hmm. focus, creativity, and and, yeah. and individuality. Individuality, mm-hmm. exactly, mm-hmm. exactly, and having and, and being courageous enough to let everybody see your inner feelings. Let everybody see you sort of naked in a yes. sense. Mm-hmm. In front of them, you know, so there's no pretense. Right. And jazz is is it has our in that, that that's already in the jazz environment, yeah. but to spread that to to other musical um, genres, yeah, like classical music, for example, mm-hmm. you know, which by the way, that let's go off another tangent temporarily. Right. Yeah. Um, the idea of of 
reintroducing improvisation to the classical community. Yes. Which I believe we jazz musicians are capable of doing. Mm-hmm. And are doing. And are doing. And are doing. Yes, yeah. yes. And, and, and there's a whole new generation of young classical musicians that are ripe for that, that want that. Want that, yes. Already have it on their, their radar that the future could hold that. Right. And they're almost waiting for the input to right. come from us. To, right, right, exactly. So, it. for instance, one, one of the things in terms of ideal scenes or like that I think of when you mention that is a, uh, a lot of uh, young musicians who are, who they want to spend their life, they want to be, they, they want to make music. Uh, and if they come up through, uh, through an orchestral or chamber music or classical music tradition, they will more than not end up at a school. Mm-hmm. at a music school. So uh, one of the things that would be nice to see is that educators uh, who uh, mm-hmm. run music schools have more an open attitude about creativity yep. and not a closed uh, uh, point of view uh, and, a, and a dogmatic point of view that's, that that says, well, you must learn this way. Uh, these are the important things to learn. Uh, this is the sequence in which you must learn, uh, or, or whatever it is. But to have this idea that, yes, these young musicians who are coming to the school uh, are natively creative. They're looking, they're looking to make music, and, and, they, and just to reduce it to a couple of terms we use, there's... Of course, they would like to learn the culture and tradition and schools of playing that come from Bach and Mozart and uh, all the great classical musicians. But there are other schools of music uh, that are alive and almost, to me, it's another discussion, more basic than that, which is music that comes from the folks. Absolutely. <laughs> is, is what's at the bottom of all of that. Yeah. So, so jazz, so to speak. Yeah, it's so, a people's music. It's, it's a people's, a people's music. music. So, yeah. so that, that, that knowledge of that wide view, ideally, uh, in my mind, should be part of uh, every, um, ed- every effort to educate young musicians. Uh, absolutely. I totally agree with that. And... and that brings to mind that the importance of, of the arts and music, even if one is not involved in, in, in say, music, for example, to become an artist, the, the value that young people can get out of, out of, out of uh, associating with the arts and and developing an understanding of the arts and, and music in, in, in particular, because, I mean, it's, it's just uh, a, a, a great universal language mm-hmm. um, that's easily understood by, uh, in, in general, by anybody. It goes beyond <laughs> language, that's right. for sure, and national boundaries and politics and... Uh, it, right. Yeah, it's just human, like you say. Right. Yeah. And there's a like a, 
a whole treasury of of uh, of, of musical examples of from different cultures, uh, different traditions that are beyond your community or your region or your country. Mm-hmm. That really is is the kind of fodder for what we need in order to really build the concept of a global citizenry. Yes, yeah, yeah. You know, which is what the 21st century is pointing toward. Mm-hmm. And what and and what and what music and art always was beyond Absolutely. beyond language. But you know what's a what's a it made me think of an idea that keeps coming back to me every now and again, which would be a specific thing that uh, people who who want to contribute to the education of young musicians, young artists, one thing that could be built that probably should be part of every music school is a library, a huge library, well uh, uh, categorized Mm -hmm. of the arts, of music and the arts, uh, where young people can come, or anybody can come, and just partake of uh, videos, books, uh, recordings, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, as as we were coming up, we we built that library ourselves. I mean, now yeah. after all of these years, I have a tremendous library of, of LPs and CDs and videos right. and you know and books uh, on music and so forth. But that 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 would be a because there's the there's the the documented history anyway. Right. Exactly. I I was just thinking about the fact that. You know, when we were coming up, they weren't teaching music in schools. You know, now music is taught in, uh, well, although there's a whole other issue about the the defunding of music education right. in the schools, mm-hmm. but, uh, but it has been set up uh, so that even elementary schools and high schools either have or have had music education of one sort or another. And there are a lot of schools on the college level that people can go to to, to study mm. music. We didn't have that advantage when we came up. We had to learn it from the streets. Right. And so thanks to, again, the culture of jazz, the musicians that were older than us, you know, our mentors, freely shared their experience, their knowledge, hmm. uh, encouraged us. I mean, who tried to discourage you? Right. Nobody, yeah, right? that's right. That's right. That's I right. I mean, they all would, would take their time and their energy to teach us stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and, and help us to, to learn and find our own way and find our own individual voice. And none of them were trying to teach us rules that were set in stone. Mm-hmm. So this gets back to the conversation, uh, the part of the conversation you were talking about, teachers. Yes. Teaching rules. Right. Um, uh, I had a great opportunity to do some lectures at, at Harvard University. Yes, I saw some. They yeah. were great. Oh, thank you. Yes. Thank you. One of the things I talked about was, was breaking the rules. Mm. And, and, and the whole idea is that 
the people that we actually study in school are not the people that follow the rules. Right, exactly. <laughs> they made rules. Right. Well, well, well you know... They you, broke rules and made, the, made, made their own rules. Right. Well, that's, that's the way of creativity, is to do exactly that. It's what it seems to me, because every night when we play, we break rules. Yeah, and then yeah. afterwards you talk about it, we go, wow, well, if you combine that with that and then do that like that, then that happens, and you just made a rule. Right, right, right. You just right. made your own rule. Yeah. But then that could change the next night. Sure. So, so rules are only only to it, to when they're useful to guiding you to mm. do something that you already want to do right. like, creatively. But, but that's that's for sure. The uh, the whole spirit of not having to follow something that someone else says is right in right. art because there's n there's no right way right i mean the quickest way that a teacher can stifle the creativity of a student is to tell them that this rule and that rule are etched in stone and if you don't do those rules you will be wrong right mm -hmm. then you've killed their creativity right there yeah, yeah. so that's what that's the thing that we need to guard against mm -hmm. and I try to tell young people anytime I'm asked about you know what kind of advice can you yeah. give me ah, yeah. you know I tell them it's great to, to study music um, but don't think that whatever rules you learn are are going to forever be rules that that you have to follow, mm. you know. And then I tell them that the stuff that you are taught in school are, were made by people that actually broke broke the rules. Yeah, the ones that follow the rules, we don't know who they are. Yeah, because they never made a difference. Yeah, that's true. You know? That's true. I was just thinking about that car that you have. And and yeah. the reason is is that how would someone come up with a with a new better machine if that creative mind didn't take at some point some machine some 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 guy who was interested in cars started getting interested in cars he drove that car he, drove, he learned all about cars but he didn't just say well this is a great car I think I'll drive that he he drove the car and he said. Well, this is a great car, but you know, I bet I could make it do this, or, <laughs> or be better at that, or design this aerodynamically, or motor-wise, or this, or that, or these very, and, and he maybe learned these subjects in physics, and he studied, and he, but he had the idea right. to make it better. So he broke those rules, and he made a better car. Uh, is is kind of an example outside of is oh, what I thought of because because uh, you got a pretty cool car that breaks some rules. <laughs> oh yeah, oh the Tesla, yeah, yeah, yeah. Elon Musk did a, a amazing thing. Yeah, that car. Yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 you're right. From what I've read, he thought about what could make a car better, and what. What kind of car do we need at this time in history? And then one of the things was we don't need to be contributing to the destruction of the planet, which is our home, 
that we live in, mm-hmm. we so far we haven't been able to figure out how to get away from this place and to our, our country home on Mars or something right. yeah. like that. Right. We since it's only when we got, we're running this yeah. one down while we're still in it. Yeah, we haven't worked that out yet. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so anyway, I mean, that was one of the things, but the other things have to do with safety, have to do with um, um, the discarding of all the things that are necessary when you use oil. Mm, yeah, you yeah. know, what's in there is a simple motor. Right. You know, and it's it's a it's called you know for you techies out there is induction motor. Mm. Induction motor was created by Tesla. The scientists. Right. You know. He he was in the early part of the 1900s? Yeah. That's when he lived, right? Yeah. yeah. And and uh, he was a competitor, if you will, of uh, Edison. Yeah. You know, and those those guys, and so Edison always beat him. <laughs> <laughs> except for, you know, we have, except for alternating current and, and, and AC and DC, you know, direct current. Because alternating current was made by Tesla also. Ah, uh-huh. yeah. So mm-hmm. anyway, that, yeah. we're getting too, too yeah, technical. Yeah, yeah, now. yeah. You got you got <laughs> you, you got a real physics background there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but the idea of of, how, of making something better, yeah, I, I think is yeah. So because you, he was thinking about the about people, and not just well, maybe better for himself. But I'm sure he was thinking about what can make something better for people. And as musicians, I mean, we love to, to play music. I don't actually sit home very much and just play for myself. Yeah, yeah. I don't get much of a kick like I used to when I was a kid out of doing that. I actually like playing in front of people. Yeah. You know, and uh, that's kind of, uh, it gives me the... It's not just the encouragement, but it gives me a a, a purpose. Yeah, what's the purpose of music? Actually, yeah. is to give something. It, it, mm-hmm. it, exactly. So, so that's the interesting subject you just tipped into. If you got the time, I got another. Yeah, yeah. another question. Right. Do, do you? I don't. I don't want to uh, uh, impinge on your afternoon. No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Be, because okay, so we're talking about making things better. Mm-hmm. and how you break the rules and you make your own rule and you basically you see what works. We're talking about in the world of art, right? So, and then you mentioned how, you know, uh, which is the same for me, that, that the joy of making music is to give it and to, and I get, I, I love to play, perform too. Uh, right. I, I never want to stop doing that. I think that's, I think that's, uh, uh, that, that's so, such a basic human nature to be to want to tell someone a story or communicate to someone something to to entertain them right 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 to entertain them yeah. some kind of way so that'll that'll no matter what technology changes that'll that basic impulse will never will never alter that'll right. that, that 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 that'll never change so i want to know how so so you do performances or we've been doing these duet shows and then you come off, and how how do 
how do we how do you think about improving that okay I'm, I'm glad you asked actually like day-to-day day work that kind of thing well I'm, I'm glad you asked that because you you mentioned the word entertainment and you left it there yeah and I want I wanted to jump in on that because, sure because uh, entertainment for me is just one aspect uh, that can make the musical experience valuable uh, there's also the aspect of, of challenging the listener mm. you know or disturbing the listener mm. you know w w you can you can entertain someone and they can really enjoy the experience and they go outside after it's over and say I had a great time while I was in there and they feel good mm -hmm. about that but they may not remember anything right sometimes if you disturb them or or challenge them um, they may want to think or ponder about what mm -hmm. they experienced mm -hmm. and so the experience doesn't finish when they walk out the, the door right there's something that, that makes them want to look further yeah 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 right and I think that that's also valuable and can be an aspect of, of the the um, product or product of, of performance. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. I, I guess when I said the word entertainment, I just meant all that because oh, yeah, be, yeah. because uh, you take two different people in the audience. There's, there's Joe and there's Mary yeah, right. <laughs> in the audience. And, and, and they're both at the same show. So Joe hears the music and and uh, he, he likes being in the crowd and uh, being with his friends and it's a nice musical evening and uh, he had fun and he, and he walked out and, and that's fine. He, got, right, he right. got entertained. Then this other person, Mary, is a little bit different person. It's like looking for something already. Oh, yeah. You right, see? Right, right, right. So she's in there and she's saying, wow, what was that? Yeah, I got it. Yeah. And uh, she's going to look a little bit further. So, so I think when I say entertainment, I think, you know, definitely to be able to, there, there'll be certain people out there who, who will always look further. Uh, right. and, and, but but I, I like that, yeah, the idea of, of provoking uh, some thought or yeah. uh, having people look outside themselves yeah. and to find something is definitely so so how do you do that night yeah. to, night well to I know night. you wouldn't be able to play the way you play had you not already considered that right so I know that I just right. wanted to you know for, for to find listeners. It for our listeners yes, yeah yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah sure. know the, you know that uh, oh, I'm sorry so your question was how do, this this whole concept of making something better when mm. you when you're breaking the rules and then envisioning envisioning how you could do it better to me it looks like that that's something that could that I know for me it happens nightly as I perform mm. I mean I don't ponder that much but it, there is a thought process that goes on where I consider what the show was and make a decision about it like oh, yeah. I think okay well that was great but this could be that and boom and, and then you yeah I've done it I, I want to I know what you do uh, like with that like, like how, wh I don't know what's your thought how do you make your performances better or do, do you think about it well um, um, uh, let me answer this in a few different ways one of them 
it, it happened the other day when we played at Disney Hall, and uh, um, my wife re- remarked that um, it might have been nice if we had played something like Cantaloupe Island, which you encouraged me to to play anyway, but yeah. we didn't actually play it there. I, 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 I thought we were kind of run, running out of time. And, and, and I thought about it, and I thought, we ha- although we have played it a couple times on the tour, uh, and we did play it at, um, in Santa Barbara. Yeah. The last concert. It was nice, too. And it worked, yeah, it yeah. worked, worked, worked. And, I, and it made me realize, yeah, because there was, there's nothing else that we've been doing that's quite like that. Mm-hmm. And it is a, uh, a popular tune that, that yeah, yeah. many people know. Absolutely. So it covers, it, 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 it broadens the palette, which I, I think is valuable. So anyway, the point I'm trying to make is that kind of input from someone else can make me think, oh, maybe that can make a better show. Yes. Uh, and then I try it and say, oh, okay, I, I get it. That, that makes sense. Um, uh, the, the other thing is, um, I'm, this is a whole other part of the, part of the, the, the experience, and that is that the brain, for example, like uh, I can sit and and like evaluate stuff that I'm playing moment to moment from an intellectual standpoint. And uh, that's not what I want to do. Right. What I want to do is, for the most part, kind of get the brain out of the way. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, so that... The thinking process. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, a little bit is in there sometimes kind of in the periphery, on occasion, it can help me to find something that I'm actually hearing. Mm. Uh, like I hear something that I want to do, and and I and because of what I've learned, I can more easily locate where that is. Yeah, you know. But so that's okay. You know, just keeping that balance between uh, like keeping the brain and the intellect completely out of the program and allowing it to do what it can do without interfering with yeah. the natural flow of 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 res, res, uh, re- responding of the purity the purity of the response. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sometimes my fingers will want to go somewhere. Yeah. And then, so that that, that can be a, a momentary battle. That's right. Because my brain will say, that's not going to fit. You know? Yeah. But, but, but I, what I've been practicing on, really, is letting my finger do what it wants to do. And let it go where it wants to go, and then I have to. Sometimes it's a surprise where that is, mm. what turns out, and that can be very um, uh, inspiring, and yeah. can conjure up some 
some something I wouldn't have thought of right right before right so so I've been that's one of the things I kind of practice on in a way you know uh, letting letting the the brain lose <laughs> right 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 yeah because to evaluate or to analyze right while you plan that that never seems to work seems seems to be just like a like a well, I don't know. You know, uh, like an action, like like something is, is something you decide you're gonna you're gonna uh, gonna make some music now, but you're not gonna know everything that you're gonna do. So there's a little adventure you put in, or a lot of adventure. In our case, what we've been doing is putting in a lot of adventure. We we don't we we don't know how we're gonna start the show. Actually, I like starting the show that way every night. Yeah, me too. It's it's we start out from there's a real nothingness. We sit down and there's an audience. There's me me and you. We sit we sit down at the piano and don't don't we don't even plan who's gonna start. Some some nights you start. Some nights I start, it, uh, and 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 it, it it's something that comes from nothing. It's yeah. it's it's a nothingness. It's a creation. Then it then it starts. But there's an action. There's a motion that goes on. To me, what yeah. I, I notice that then it starts. Yeah. And once it starts, the, uh, it, there's an evolution that kind of yeah. And there's a judgment that goes on that that it can. Of course, it contains. It it includes the body and 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 the what the fingers are doing, but. But there's a kind of evaluation that's going mm. on. It's not a. It's not an, an, an analysis. It's just you're looking mm. and listening, right. and you're going, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, you're no, no, yeah, 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 yeah. no, no. See, it's impossible to put into words, which I'm trying to do now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no, you're right. No, no, yeah, yo, yeah, yeah, no, 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 yeah, 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 yeah no, no. <laughs> I don't know. It's like that's a, great. That's great. It's like a red a Geiger counter or something trying to find. Yeah. But <laughs> but you know when you've hit on some stuff. And then, and then together as a duet, we know when we've hit on some stuff because we go, bam, wow, and then, uh, you know. Yeah, but, but, it, but it's like based off of how it feels. Yeah, exactly. Like to, to the being, to yeah. your being. Yes, that's right. Rather than it being yes, no, it fits into this rule and it just doesn't work. That chord doesn't have that in it. It's, it's not no, that kind no. of yes, no. No, no. It's based off of feeling, which There's is a, still a non-conscious... Unconscious. You know what Roy Haynes calls that? I just recognize he calls that the truth. <laughs> you know how the the term is used that way? Yeah. The truth. That's yeah. the truth. When you hit yeah. that thing that makes you happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that was your original goal. You have a you have a That's it. a sense in in you somehow that recognizes a level of Beauty or creation or adventure or whatever, whatever, mm. and it, it's the truth. They Rory calls it. It's the truth. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. But I want to just interject here. What we're describing is not something that I would have done in the early part of my development, because. Um, Basically, what what I another way to explain what I what I do in this whole process of getting the brain out of the way is is that I'm trying to in a in a sense unlearn things that I had learned 
mm-hmm. you know, and so that, so that, um, so that, like, the rules that I had allowed myself to, in a sense, confine myself to yeah. or de- developed a, a confining, because certain things kind of worked, quote unquote, right. you know, uh, to, to unlearn those. You know, and so this this the um, breaking of the. In other words, after years of experience, I'm at the point where I think this is the correct path for me to take. I wouldn't encourage young people to just abandon everything. <laughs> the way we're kind of de- describing it in right. a sense, right? And and give up the learning of the scales and the oh yeah yeah how the harmony oh, I see fit yeah exactly well you gotta you gotta learn the rules to break them because right. uh, otherwise you you won't even know you're breaking a rule I mean <laughs> yeah right get, and plus if you want to if you getting down to the street level if you want to get a gig you better learn some rules <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> uh, that's right right so and uh, you, you got to work it's it's more of a social thing you got like. Like you got to work your way into the agreement of the community that you're in, and and they and the, this particular band leader says you got to know these tunes, and I'll yep. hire you. Yep. So there's there's a set of rules. Yep. You know, so you learn them. Yeah. But then you can always you, you can always but even when you're young, you can still be aware of the fact that okay, I'm 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 driving it. 25 miles an hour because that's what the rule says. Right. I'm not going to break the rule, but I still I still know in my mind that uh, that I would love to be driving at 125 miles an hour. <laughs> but right now I'm not going to break this particular rule because the consequences of doing that yeah, right. uh, will keep me from ever doing anything else. Yeah, right, right. So there are certain social rules, and I guess there are certain musical rules that, that, that you learn. You learn, have to learn to manipulate your instrument, and uh, right. uh, you have to, if you want to work with others, you may want to learn to read music, or if, it were, if that's what you need. You don't, not necessarily, but you know. Yeah, I, I encourage it. Yeah, but I know because I'm not afraid of the idea that that I've heard from other people that 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 kind of learning will stifle you. No, I don't no. believe that. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. stifle you. Yeah, uh, that stifling is all in your own head. Yeah, you know, if you allow something to stifle you, it's not the the learning. How to read that's stifling you? It's you that's stifling. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, when you when you follow a rule knowingly, you're doing it. But when you follow a rule out of fear, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's not so cool. Right. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Wow, Herbie. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know, right. man. I, I don't want to keep you longer. And, no, this is this is this is great. But this I mean, is real fun. I, I'd actually I'd actually love to have a chapter two. We just touched the tip of the iceberg. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things we, you know, chick, you and I, we get together. There's all kinds of directions yeah. we can go in. Yeah, yeah. You know, with yeah. the conversation as we do with our, with our music. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, thank you, man. You're 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 a joy to. Uh, have a friendship with for a lifetime. Yeah, absolutely. And um, we're, yeah. we're, we're, we're many lifetimes. Many <laughs> lifetimes. Many lifetimes. Yes, not to stop. 
and uh, we have a uh, we have a whole uh, season of gigs to look forward to. Right. And yeah. uh, I'm inspired, man. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, it's been a, a joy working with you. Thanks for this podcast, and and uh, whoever finds uh, something that they um, kind of can relate to from this, you know, um, I'm very happy yeah. that um, if, if it, you know, any of this conversation resonates with you in some kind of way, yes. you know, um, I'm happy to hear that. If not, eh, throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, man. Thanks, Jim. All right. Thanks very much for listening. Now that you're steeped in Chick and Herbie's world, especially if you're a musician, I'd recommend checking out ChickCoreaMusicWorkshops.com. Chick offers his own video masterclasses, walking through his own techniques and exercises for improvisation, composition, comping, and more. More than anything else, Chick really wants to connect with his fellow musicians out there and would like to encourage more creativity in the world. If you want to connect, that's the place to start. And don't forget to subscribe to the Music Magic Podcast on iTunes or wherever you happen to get your podcasts. That way, the next episode will be delivered straight to you automatically. That's it for now. Talk to you next time on Music Magic with Chick Corea.